You're listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. And it's happened. The season has begun. The it end has. of the season. Again. Yes. It has begun again. Mm. A begin second again. Beginning. Begin, begin again. again. I feel like that's a song or a movie. Or a, Sounds like a restaurant. Begin yeah. Again's. <laughs> I'm sure it's a song, too. Benigans. I'm sure there's a song. Oh, be- Benigans, man. Right. Those were the days. What is the uh, deep fried sandwich? The Monte Cristo? Yeah. You act like I didn't know that. <laughs> you act like that's not what I order at Finnegan's. I know. <laughs> With the raspberry preserves. What is that? Uh, I don't, I never can it's, remember it's it. It's a deep fried sandwich <laughs> with powdered sugar on top. <laughs> and yes. raspberry preserves on the side. It's under their healthy choices menu. <laughs> Dude, I tried to eat that a couple years ago. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not in college Ooh. anymore. <laughs> Dude, really like... I don't know. Deep fried things are great for the first bite. Sure. Like the first three, two or three bites. It's like, man, I'm in heaven. Yeah. And then it's, I'm in hell. I feel that way about soda. Like the first three sips of soda. Okay. You're yeah. like, that's good. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't finish this. this you don't like soda? You're not a big soda guy? I have like three sips. Really? And, and I'm done. Wow. Yeah. But whiskey, on the other hand, I'm three sips. I'm like, <laughs> I just want more. Three sips and I've only begun. I just want more. Yeah. So. So we're here now. Actually, we're going to talk about an episode of The Walking Dead. Can you believe it? Wow. I know. I mean, we really did, over the break, we wanted to keep doing episodes. Hey, we tried our damnedest. I felt like some of them were really good. Yeah. yeah. Some of them were not. No. But, uh... Hey, they can't be all winners. It's just There's like, got to be a couple stinkers just in Just like sometimes. every television show. Yeah. Exactly. But I want to thank everybody uh, again for listening last week. Thank Seal for uh, filling in for... Uh, Jason and Josh, yes. neither one could be here, so yes. I appreciate it, Seal, uh, for you coming on. And apparently, I was like Jake Tapper, and you were like a, a poor, unfortunate interviewee <laughs> that I was just firing questions at. But you you handled it like Listen, a champ. It takes a little bit of time to to be able to hit these fastballs that JD's throwing out. Yeah, I'm quite the pitcher. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Never thought of myself as a receiver, but apparently, here we are, <laughs> power bottom. Uh-oh. Okay, so honor is the name of the episode. Honor. We're going to honor the memory. We're going to honor the vision of the future. We're going to honor a lot of things. But Should I we mean, have a moment of silence for for That's Carl? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, we're done. Okay, we're done. It passed. Everybody, I'd like you to bow your heads. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just edit that out. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever edit out we dead edit, air. You edit out the moment of silence. I've edited <laughs> out dead air before, just, but it's rare. Towards <laughs> just no moment. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about in this episode. There's a lot of themes to talk about in this episode, but I will say that Chandler Riggs, I think, did an excellent job um, as a whole. Overall, there were some scenes where I was like, eh, but as a whole, I think he did a yeah, very good yeah. job of, you know, dying and saying goodbye and trying to convince people and just kind of reminiscing on his life. It was a different Walking Dead goodbye episode than we've had sure. in a while, but I, I did not enjoy it. Just yeah. going to throw that out there. Yeah. I think we should definitely cover, we should cover some highs and lows for sure. Um, you know, yeah. with an episode longer like this second longest episode yeah. in the walking dead history yeah you you get that 
it's almost like we're reviewing a movie in some ways. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. Like it's like we're watching an episode of Sherlock like, yeah. on the BBC. <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like, you know. So you get to talk about the highs and the lows, mm-hmm. and there were definitely lows, and there were some actually really cool parts mm-hmm. in the episode, and or, shockingly to me, some actually pretty sad parts. But yeah. uh yeah, yeah, that's funny. Do we want to talk about um, just Carl and then the Morgan? kingdom story or do we want to go back and forth how do you think we should handle uh, this i think we should cover one at a time okay the show did enough of back and forth for right. us so okay well which one do you want to start with i'll let you make the call um well, let's just let's start with all the other characters good call yeah that's what i would have done <laughs> that's what i would have done we'll so, we'll honor carl in that way <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ezekiel has been captured by i forget the name of that guy what was his name Damn it. They said it right before. I'll look. Um, But he's been captured by the one lieutenant from the sanctuary that's halfway decent. Yeah. He's halfway decent. He, you know, he, and you can tell he says often, I don't want to do this. This is not what I wanted. I really liked you, Ezekiel. You you got it. You understood what was happening. um, And you understood why you did what you did. And you were happy not giving more than you had to, but and we didn't take more than we had right. to because we had a good arrangement. Yeah. He still wants people to stay alive. He wants them also to do all the things they need to do. Right. And at some point, it's almost like he wants them to do these things so they can stay alive. Right. He doesn't want anybody to die. He's like, yo, yo I'm sorry that I'm with this group and you're with that group, but that's just kind of the way the world is now. I'm with the dominant force. Right. And I don't want to hurt you guys, but I'm going to have to if you don't just stay in line. Yeah. And the, that the kid dying in, uh, I'm sorry, I'm real bad with names, but all the things that have happened were because of little things that the kingdom was doing wrong and they kind of had to be reminded of their place. Yeah. But that's not what was wanted. Yeah. No, that was never the goal. With this guy. Right. Um, so, <laughs> I thought it was... Because uh, we've had a little while in, since we've heard Ezekiel with his kingdom talk again. So, it's back in full force. I mean, I think with the break, and especially was it the last episode where he, you know, he had his breakdown, or the episode before last, um, before the mid-season finale, where he was like... He was just real Ezekiel. He was kind of depressed, and Jerry was talking him off the ledge, you know. So, like, we have now resurfaced into this Ezekiel, the theatrical Ezekiel without a tiger, and he's back to all of his his great one liners. <laughs> I missed him that way. Yeah, honestly, I, I mean, and I like to be like saying, real Ezekiel. Yeah, I, re- I like <laughs> where. Well, he kept saying, there's not too late to turn back from a decision that's been right. made. It's Gavin. Gavin is his Gavin. name. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I couldn't remember it. Because I knew it was a G. That's not a name that, that I regularly you know, hear yeah. in everyday life. Yeah. Gavin. So, uh, Ezekiel, I like that he's back. I like that he stood up for his people and he helped them escape. And he's like, I have ferried my people to freedom. <laughs> Everything that happens from, I mean, I loved it. And it's one of those things I found myself smiling. Every time he talked, I was like, yes, I I really. It kind of caught me off guard, though, because I was like, oh, he's doing it again. Right. (laughs) even Morgan, we should flee from this place. (laughs) (laughs) Stay Um, your weapon. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. God. It's like, I wish people still talked that way, because damn it, it's so much better. Yeah. It's so much better. So Ezekiel, um, they're going to make an example out of him. Like, your your head's going to be on the sanctuary right. walls. Uh, we tried. Um, and what better head to have on a sanctuary I know. I mean, wall? It would be so regal. That would be to have so the great. king's head. Right. And he's trying to tell Gavin. He's like, Gavin, you don't have to do this. I know that you think that you have to do these things and that other people may tell on you if you let me go. But that doesn't mean, you know, if you're you're still a good person. He still saw yeah. some good in him. Yeah. The conflict within. And Ezekiel, not successfully, but he was trying to play on that. Sure. Yeah. And he was giving him that option, that out to say like, and it's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's never too late, which Morgan was showing us that it is too late for so many people. Right. Okay. Cause Morgan and Carol come to save the day. Morgan had come from, I liked at the beginning where Morgan, uh, they kind of show how the saviors escaped, which I'm glad they did um, Yeah, with, they just mowed down two humongous piles kind of like Which a walkway awesome. yeah and then they came out and the saviors knew they knew where the snipers were yeah and, and so i they, i loved morgan's face as it was all happening yeah and he as soon as he sees what they're doing they come out of the front door and he's like fuck <laughs> he's like son of a bitch that's happening <laughs> then just everybody get out everywhere. everybody get out yeah and i mean he used the walkers to uh to help him escape right. because he knew the saviors yeah. going to come out. But he saw Gavin and his group go into the kingdom. So he decided to follow and he watched them escape and saw Ezekiel go back in. He's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to handle my business yeah. now. Yeah. Which is cool. It was cool getting to see Carol and him kind of take care, kind of handle things, do work. But I mean, they had a different idea. They did. Morgan's like, I'm going to kill everybody. Well, cause Carol is a, she's a stealthy little minx. All right. And when she, that's what she said. She's like, we probably shouldn't take any out unless we have right, to. Right. And Morgan's like, let's kill them all. I'm going to clear. That's yeah. what I do. Right. I clear. It's like that. <laughs> it sounds like Samuel L. Jackson. Waste the motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Waste. Yeah. So, I mean, and it was vicious. I mean, and it started off kind of calm, but they escalated the way he killed people. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't realize, honestly, that the end of his stick was sharpened as... Right. Until this episode. There was a scene where it showed him sharpening Yeah, it. but I, oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. It's like a pig sticker, man. Yeah. And he, through the throat, through the head, oh. through le- through limbs, I was like, oh my God, this is... And he, he was cleaning up her mess. Like, she would shoot people and he would walk over and... Psst. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then one time she saved him, you know. I mean, he's like, okay, if we're going to kill him, we might as well kill him stealthily. Right. Sticks don't make no noise. Nope. <laughs> so. Yeah, he was he was going off. Murder kill. You know, which is interesting. So now that we know what we know about Morgan and him moving on to fear, fear. Yeah. you know, I wonder how that's going to play into who he is on that show. Yeah. And just like this like specific experience and, and how he's handling this after going through who he was from the beginning to clear to uh, a pacifist to uh, all now, life is precious now totally clearing again. Yeah. And not just clearing walkers, clearing live humans, which didn't help us at all for our, our fantasy <laughs> <laughs> walking dead. I mean, pick. I may not have read the rules correctly. <laughs> if we're losing points right. for them killing people. Right. Cause I think we might be, and I think it's multiplied <laughs> 
And so Morgan was one of my top choices because I knew he would kill a lot of people. Which is hilarious. But I think I misread the rules. <laughs> so, whoops. We're just in the negatives. So I'd say if we get a record low, we should get a prize. Sure. I, think so I absolutely. Brain's gone bad. Absolutely going to yeah. lobby for that. Yeah. Uh, but we may have an insurmountable <laughs> deficit yes. to, to overcome. Whoops. Okay. So Gavin, uh, they hear the gunshots. And Gavin goes and gets Ezekiel and the rest of his group, and they hide out in the school auditorium. Mm-hmm. And they think they're safe. You know, like, hey, we'll cover all the exits. We'll end this now. And we'll just move on from there. You don't get to cover all the exits. No. So they, they will find a way. They set off a bomb. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how they had a bomb. It was a very smoky bomb. It was a smoke bomb. <laughs> yes. Maybe it was like an M50 like or something. like an explosion into smoke. There you go. Yeah. And then Morgan and Carol come through uh, the back behind them. Mm-hmm. Over them. Yeah, yeah. And then just mow everyone down. But one dude only gets like gut shot. Yeah. So he. Uh, that was unfortunate. That was unfortunate <laughs> for him. I bet he wishes he I got bet he shot. Hopes in he the got head. shot in the leg or yeah, anywhere else, just somewhere you can't reach into. So he, he gets on top and he's punching Morgan in the face, God. and Morgan reaches in and just rips his guts out. And so, was that the most vicious death that there's been? I don't know. Rick has a couple of crazies where he bit One that, that yeah. dude's neck with the the claimers. And that's what I talked about last time I was on Brains Got Bad. I was like, that scene, that was a switch in Rick where we saw him go from one thing to another thing. Yeah. And it was real fast. That's really funny because I feel like I talked about the same thing. Did you? On Brains Got Bad? <laughs> I might have talked about the same <laughs> Maybe you should listen to my episode. Maybe. You know, maybe we should coordinate. We should talk Awkward. to each other. I probably didn't. I was probably like, damn, he took mine. But yeah, that was the other one that I was like, oh, well, that was super vicious. It was. And then the one, he, that savior, that not the savior, the guy from the hilltop that he killed, remember? And then, like, had blood everywhere, and he just looked around, and he's like, what? Yeah. Where he yeah. just had the blood running that was all like, over him. That was emotionally vicious. Yeah. Not just physically. Yeah. That was just like, huh. what? What happened? <laughs> what did I do? It was so great. I, I love that, Rick. <laughs> you love yeah. that, Rick? I love it. That makes me very happy. I'm, I don't think we'll ever see him again. No. <laughs> Not after tonight or so, last night. Let's talk about Morgan's headspace because y'all all watch the episode. We're doing a lot of recap, but that's just because we like this was a big deal. It's, it's back. Let's talk about Morgan's mindset and where he's at because you didn't have to kill everybody. If you're just going in there to no. kill, to save Ezekiel, there's no reason to kill all of them unless you have to, right? But Morgan was going out of his way to make sure they were all dead. Why? why? So it's almost like, in a weird way, him killing everyone there keeps him from having to kill more people, in a way. Sure. So, because he even said, like, you know, something along the lines of, like, we can't risk it. Like, they could see him, you know, so I need to kill these guys, too. And it was like, it kept, it was almost like a chain reaction of, like, well... Now we kill these guys, and if these guys see these guys, right. you know, so it was like this, like weird, like I'm just trying to cover all my bases. So yeah. it's like an Assassin's up Creed and bites me in the ass. If yeah, you kill, if you kill a body, you got to hide the you body, get it out of there, <laughs> because otherwise everybody be alerted. Right, there just happened to be a closet right here for you to throw the body in. It's so fine. that being his, like in that moment, his headspace of just like, which apparently Carol should have talked to him about the game plan. Yeah, and said. Hey, we're going to be pretty sneaky. We might 
just pass up some dudes. We don't have to kill everybody. Do you think Morgan would have listened? I don't know. I don't think he would. Apparently not. Because she she had already said like, "Hey, let's let's get out of here. Just leave it. Like, leave oh, this one. Hold on. Hold leave on. it. Yeah. Let me just take care of this." I mean, and I know he's been through a lot, and av- having gotten pushed to this point where he's gonna kill Morgan, seems to be a completionist, and yeah. He's now decided that killing the saviors and ridding the world of the saviors is his new mission sure. of what to clear. And, I mean, Gavin was on his knees begging for forgiveness. Ezekiel and Carol were both like, don't do this. There's no need to do this. And he just looked at him and he was broken. Yeah. Like, crying. He's like, I've got to. I have to do this. Yes. And. You think he would have done it if the kid wouldn't show Absolutely oh, yeah. he would have. Yeah, I mean, I he he hesitated a little because he has this inner war going on. Like, I, who am I? And I mean, there's a lot of identity crisis going on in Morgan, which I appreciated last half of the season, and it played out this episode because when he's just murdering everybody viciously, he seems focused, seems who he is. But when he takes stock and stops, and he has to really make a conscious decision to kill someone, yeah, you could see the. The war oh, yeah. inside. He's he's one character from the show that shows like every time he kills a person, you see the weight of that decision. You see like the weight of what he's doing. Yeah. And I think you saw it really well. And this was a scene that I really loved was that the kid killed him mm-hmm. because Morgan had taught him how to use a stick. Mm-hmm. He he taught him how to how to use bow staffs and, yeah, how to thrust and be like awesome that. with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that was at a time where Morgan wasn't a murderer. Well, and one of the know? reasons that he uses a bow, you know, it's a, it's a more elegant weapon and you don't yeah. have to kill. You can just maim and, yeah. you know, but sharpening one in. Sure. And, and that kid sharpened right along with him. He sure did. Yeah. And then you could see the look on his face when Kenny stabbed that dude. When yeah. Kenny stabbed Gavin, you're like, and Morgan looked at him and then Kenny said the same thing. He's like, I had to. I yeah. had to do it. And right there, Morgan was like, Shit. I mean, it's like looking in a mirror. I mean, people, yeah. you know, with kids, you, you see the worst parts of your, it's like looking in a mirror. It really is. Worst parts of your personality, you see them reflected in your children, and you're like, oh my God. Oh, but terrifying. Morgan teaching that kid, and um, I mean, he didn't teach him how to kill per se, but he did. Yeah. But he didn't give him the emotion and the want and the desire. And I don't know, maybe Kenny modeled that a little after Morgan, but I don't know. You know, I don't think so. I think it's just Kenny was motivated because of his brother dying and being killed mm-hmm. by, not by Gavin, but by his Gavin's little group that he just wanted revenge and he wanted yeah. to make things right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But that's weighty for a kid his age. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at how it affected Carl. Yeah. Killing somebody. To this day. Yeah. yeah. So. I thought the Morgan stuff was good. I mean, some of it was excellent. Yes. Like uh, when he's stalking Gavin and just dragging that stick in the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he just behind, opens the door behind him and he falls out and you're like, shit. That's, yes. Well, that's, thanks. Thanks for playing. I said whenever this happened, I was like, this feels like a horror movie. And the did. way he's dragging did. that he stick. He's stalking like, him. It's legit, like he was the killer. It's like, yeah, he's a murderer. Yeah, I like some of the Morgans. I'm. I don't know that there's really any down points for me with the Morgan stuff. Not really. No. I think, I don't know, it's it's hard because, like, you don't know where he's going to end up. And 
Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. No, that is good. That's really good character development for him. And just like, because this could be a situation where one, he turns back to being a pacifist and all life is precious because he's like, wow, I was a monster. I made a huge mistake. Or, you know, he just runs away from everything and is like, I need to get away. He needs to find a medium. A happy middle. Yeah. You know, the yeah. Pendulum is, he's, he's like he a pendulum. Is hot or cold. <laughs> he's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like that'll be kind of his ending to this show. Sure. Is him going off to find himself. I mean, he'll have to. Yeah. Because after what he allowed himself to do to help these people, he'd be like, I got, I got, right. I got to move on. Fear the walking dead people will find him in this state of clearing. I am Morgan. I often run into people while I'm in this weird life crisis. <laughs> I need, I need help. Can yeah. you help me? Yeah. All right. And well, let's talk about, uh, Carl then. Oh, Carl. I love the beginning. Um, where him saying goodbye to everyone. Yeah. And, uh, Playing with Judith and the song they played, I love Bright Eyes. I yeah. love that album. Yeah, I'm wide awake. It's morning is one of my favorite albums. Yeah, um, and that song, I listen to that song all the time. So really, uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, the bottom of everything. It's a really good song. So yeah, that part, the beginning part, was like actually really kind of nice. It was like him doing the stuff with with Judith making handprints. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that house probably got burned down. Polar, now. Right. The little Polaroid selfie and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that's actually really nice. Like my wife, you know, my wife, she's, yeah. she's a pretty dark person. <laughs> she doesn't often, I'm not saying nothing. find emotion in a lot of things, nothing. but even in that moment, she was like, Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> it's yeah. like, and writing the notes what? to everyone and planting the tree with Judith and, all that stuff. It was like, you know, I want my sister to remember me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I liked that part. And it was then cool. He kind of got a little bit of a chance to say goodbye to everyone. I mean, he was suffering. He had done all that he could do yeah. up to this point. And he really had to say to those people. And it's amazing to see the turn from, all right, 10 minutes ago, he's working really hard and he saved everyone. And then he gets down in the basement and it's kind of like, all right, it's dying time. Yeah, I'm dead now. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it was sudden. It was sudden right. how, I mean, and maybe he was just running on adrenaline and, you know, crisis mode. And that might be some yeah. of it. One but, second he's talking shit to Negan. Right. The next he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, did you, first question. Okay. Too drawn out? Uh... I think so, and I don't know. I almost like I don't know like what format I that would have worked best. Yeah, I think in some ways I liked Glenn's, you know, episode where it was like the end of Glenn, okay. almost a little bit more because it was like, and and by that I mean like the the table scene and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff like. Maybe if it was more along those forwards. lines. Yeah. Okay. If it was along those lines and a little shorter, I think it was because there was so much back and forth with it. Yeah. And which was really the whole episode was trying to teach this lesson within it, mm-hmm. you know, of what Carl was trying to do. And then you have the other side of it where Morgan, Morgan isn't is, doing Morgan that. Morgan isn't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, yeah, this contrast there, but. It's um, like Rick and Morgan can never get on the same page. Right. They're not going to be on the right. same page no, never. now. Either. They want to kill people at different the wrong time. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? You think it was drawn out? I think so. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I think it was drawn out, and um, and not not that that's a bad thing, but I think they could have made it a little more succinct and a little more meaningful, maybe, um, if it had been quicker. But it's not to say that I wanted a shorter episode. No, 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 no. Right. I think I wanted. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. The episode as a whole felt a little jumpy. A little, a little jumpy. something weird about it. Yeah. It was something that, like, as soon as I started to feel, I was taken out of it. Right. As soon as you're starting to feel something with Carl, they jumped you back to Morgan. Right. Or to a flash or something. And you're like, what is this? Let's yeah. I was constantly scene. being removed from that emotion I was right. feeling. Right. I mean, so Carl, he's saying, he lets his dad know. And his dad, of course, is like, the saviors did this. And he's like, no, no, no. I just got bit. Yeah. I just got bit. That had nothing to do with him. I was helping this dude Sadiq, and I got bit. You know, yeah. shit happens. I was careless. I got bit. And you could see kind of that look on Rick's face whenever he, he sees Sadiq. He's like, who the fuck's this guy? Right. <laughs> you know? You're a doctor? <laughs> Is that why you brought him back, oh, son? okay. That makes sense. <laughs> no, I just brought, I had no idea he was a doctor. Yeah. I just brought him back to be helpful. Right. And, uh, Yeah. It bit me in the ass. Yeah. Or the side, whichever. So, Dad, I won't do that again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> won't make that mistake again, Pops. Fool me once. You know, he's. There, people are coming and saying goodbye to him. So, Judith, that was sad, uh, where he gave Judith his hat. That was that was a good scene, I thought. Oh, people destroyed that scene on social media when she cried. <laughs> that I didn't like. Because it was clearly a soundbite yes. of but, a way younger child crying. But the point of right. the scene, I thought was good. I thought it was really great. Yeah, I, And honestly, that little soundbite didn't bother me at all. Eh. I, th- I thought nothing of it. Eh. I'm just like, whatever. It's That wasn't the point. That wasn't all. the point of the scene. The point right. of the scene was Carl telling you, hey, mom thought I was going to beat this world. I'm not. You've got to beat this world. Yeah. You've got to. That was nice. This hat helped me. It made me feel stronger. That's why he wore the dumb thing all the time. And, you know, that's cool. Like, hey, yeah. I, my dad Maybe gave me I feel this. like my dad was there. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I could be as strong as him. So, I mean, saying goodbye to your sister is a big deal. Sure. It's a big deal. Yeah, no, that was... That was probably the most she's ever been in an episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I feel like she aged. I don't remember right. her being quite that old. Right. But We don't see her often. No, that's true. It's been three years right. since we've seen her, so she's basically a toddler now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sadiq coming, what did you think of him? Do you do you have hope for his character? What do you think of his character? Actually, I, I do have a little hope for him. Um, and I think I had more hope from him from those flash forwards, maybe a little bit of just like kind of seeing like, okay, he's, I guess, a part of this right. fake world. I mean, Jerry is my hero, though. <laughs> you, awesome. you rode all the way here for dessert? Hells yeah. Hells yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jerry's awesome. Yeah, he's he is. He's on our team. Yeah, yeah, he's our yeah, wild yeah. card. Yeah, he's wild card. Wild card, bitches. Uh, yeah, no, I think he's good. Um, he's definitely got. I don't think he should have had more time saying goodbye to Carl than Daryl did. Well, I think they're trying to set up, and Sadiq may end up being like the moral compass of the group, right? Which is kind of what Carl had become. Recently, he he wasn't for very long, but the, they're trying to make it seem in this episode that he's the one that had kind of steered the morals of the group. He had matured enough to where him being a leader would have been a good thing. Yeah, him counterbalancing his dad's crazy would have been a good thing. 
And so maybe Sadiq, they're trying to play it off as, okay, the sacrifice that Carl made for you is going to be worth it. And Carl is going to live on a little through Sadiq. I mean, it's not going to be the same because it's not Carl. We haven't seen Sadiq since he was a little boy crying when dad showed up in Atlanta, you know, but I I think that's the only thing I can think that why he got more screen time with it. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, and Daryl was good. I I didn't really have a problem with it. Daryl's goodbye though. So Daryl, so great. It was so Daryl. I also, I don't know. In the other hand, I was like, but you've been with him since season one. Yeah. Like you've been with him for so long. I felt like there could have been, because something I love about old Dixon is, and honestly, something that would have, I think, made their ratings just spike a little bit. If he would cried. Be some emotion from him. Yeah. Because he does emotion really well. When he cries, the few times he's cried in the show, it's the most heartbreaking moments in the show. It's intense. Yeah. He does like emotional scenes really with well. With Merle? I mean, you hated yeah. that Merle. Oh, you hated Merle. But when Daryl died with Merle as a walker, you're like, yep. oh my God. Yeah. And then uh, with that other girl that he carried her out of the hospital. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yep. That was awful. Yeah. So that moment, you know, like those moments, just being able to see that side of him. And then I don't know. I felt like his like little ode to him, like, hey, you're the hero, man. You did this. All these people right here, yeah. that's you. Well, I feel like this episode wasn't anything about Daryl. No, it wasn't about Daryl. So I think that, the goodbyes were about each character. Well, I mean, he actually got to say goodbye. Like, Tara's goodbye was <laughs> a look. Rosita didn't even say goodbye. Which was good, because she didn't deserve <laughs> If Tara had goodbye. opened her mouth, would you have quit? Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. I, I yelled. I'm done with like, this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Get the hell out of here. Walk away. You don't Just walk anything. away. You don't get to say anything. You don't get to talk to Carl. <laughs> no, I mean... I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think they just didn't want to take away from the emotion that Rick was going to have. Yeah. Because okay. Andrew Leakin does emotion really well, too. Yeah. He, it, this wasn't his best at it, but he does emotion really well. Yeah. So. It, and I wonder if they were, like, trying to show a little something there. Like, he wasn't super emotional. Like, he wasn't like, no, 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 Daryl no, might be poor. dead inside. Yeah. He might be dead inside now. Yeah. And. So, well, and even Rick, just like. I don't know. I almost like felt like this weird vibe from him that he was getting something from this. Yeah. And he wasn't I mean, obviously he's sad his son is dead. Yeah. But it was more like there was more like fire in him yeah. to move on to press forward. Right. Where yeah. at certain times I would have been like, Yeah, he's he's done. Yeah. Like if his family's dead, he's dead. Well he's got Judith. Yeah. And I mean and they made a point. Everything I did was for you. And Carl is, tells him about his vision of the future, and he's seen it. You've got a big beard. Michonne's happy. Judith's older. We all live together. Alexander is bigger. And Rick, of course, is like, okay, I'm going to make this happen for you. This, yeah. you know, I was doing everything in the past for you, but I'm going to keep doing everything to make for you to make this vision that you have come true for you. Yeah. So his motivation hasn't changed much, which I'll believe it when I see it, because... Yeah, I think he's still just in shock, and he's saying things that he wants Carl to hear. And they tried to tease that it's going to be fine. You know, the yeah. flash forwards maybe will become reality. And what do you think about that? Let's talk a little bit about the flash forwards. Sure. 
I, I mean, I think it's possible. I, I think that's what they're striving for, and that's their hope, and that's their dream. And I think if they win the war against the saviors, and they do it the right way, it's totally possible future. Absolutely, I do. The preview to the next episode does not feel that way, though. No, 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 it <laughs> doesn't. Like immediately, like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You're going to die. Right. <laughs> like, well, I mean, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, because Negan, it was in a flash forward. We'll, just, we'll still have that out there. Elephant in the room. Negan's in the flash forward talking to Judith, and he's not in prison. He's just in the garden and the, right. helping out. So is Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Eugene, yeah, that's even worse. I know. <laughs> Will you be the suit of my chef? See, normally when he talks, I'm like, okay, that's that's funny. That time I was like, you need to shut the hell up. That's ridiculous. Oh, I, I love I, it. I still love it every time he talks. No, that 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 line was like, till that time, this golden delicious apple has your name on it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Didn't say Judith anywhere. Get out of here. Yeah, shut up. You're not welcome here, traitor. Um, I think the, that really emphasized the fact that the flash forwards are a pipe dream. Yeah, to me, okay. Like Eugene being there, Eugene and Negan, both, okay. both of them. Cool. Like this is what Carl wanted. I've seen the future, and this is what it could be. I think they did put those two in there because they're like, but this isn't going to be reality, right? It, it can maybe look like this, but it's utopia. Yeah, dreams are utopia, and they're not perfect, and they're not reality. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Something really insane would have to happen, and. At this point, just from like a showrunner perspective of like how they're trying to keep the show alive, yeah, and keep people keep their actors from leaving it, yeah, <laughs> is like I think they want some justice to happen, sure, and I think viewers are wanting it, yeah, I think the viewers are 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 calling for it for sure, if they let yeah. both Eugene and Negan live, I think people That's will be trouble pretty upset, yeah. I wouldn't be upset because maybe that's what they're saying, like. Right. Mercy, there's a different way. This is what you did in the past, Dad. You brought in these people. We live together. The people who are enemies from Woodbury. We live together. Yeah. And it can happen again if you just remember who you were and why you did what you did. Yeah. But it's tough because Negan has been the worst. He has been the worst. I mean. He's been the best at being the worst. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um. Everybody escapes to the hilltop because the saviors are out of ammo. They think that they've ran away. They don't want to completely destroy Alexandria because it's resource. Why just destroy built homes in a walled community if you don't need to? You know, there's no need to do that. So everybody escapes except for Michonne, Rick, and Carl because Carl wouldn't make it to the hilltop. And what honestly, what good would that do? No. Yeah. He would die en route. Yeah. He, I mean, he he turned quick. He yeah, he would have turned on the way. Yeah. So they get him into the church and they have their final goodbyes. And what what did you think of those? I thought it was good. Um, like the relationship there with Michonne was cool. Like because really it was their relationship that formed. Yeah. First. Yeah, because it was the three of them, and people forget it was the yeah. three of them after the prison that kind of paired up. Yeah. You know, Michonne found Carl. And, and it was Rick. her that brought him, brought Carl out of his little funk. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, that was a sweet moment. Um, You're my best friend. Yeah. That was, that was emotional. Yeah. It was. And, and then saying, you know, Dad, I love you. And I love you too, son. But 
Carl, he, he offed himself. Yeah. And, you know, I give him major props for that because he didn't want either one of them to have to do it because they would have to live with that. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's sick. He's dying. He's going to turn anyway. He'd be on saving at this point. But he, he knows from experience. Yeah, having done it to his mom. He did it to his mom. Yeah. So it's like he wanted them to, to be able to avoid that. Yeah, he wanted that to be his last, like, let me take this from you. Yeah. You don't need to have that weight on your shoulders because it'd be a weight. Because, I mean, I've thought about this, and this made me think about it, too. You know, putting down people that you love, I, there's no way it can be easy, even knowing that they're going to die. Yeah. Even knowing that what they're going to turn into. We saw Morgan struggle with it with his wife at the very beginning. You know, everybody yeah. struggles with it. Yeah. Andrea didn't. She was like, ah. Right. I'm done. Bye, Soulless sis. eyes. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry I couldn't save you. <laughs> <laughs> like a doll's eyes. <laughs> so, I mean, I gave him props yeah. for that. I mean. And that was one of the most, I think that that little snippet of like hearing the shot. Yeah. And seeing Rick's reaction was and, yeah. like probably the most emotional part. Yeah. Of the episode. Just Absolutely. that kind of like. Ah. Oh, man, that was tough. Because that was final. It's yeah. done. Yeah, it was over. I don't get to say any more words to him. Right. It's done. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not here anymore. And I'm a little surprised they, they killed him. You know, now that I'm thinking about it more. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, well, I mean, I didn't think it. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew after the last episode that getting bit, he was going to sure. be dead. I mean, I talked a big talk that you know, if they don't kill him. <laughs> but, I mean, you knew they were going to kill him. Yeah. How could they not? That would have been real bad for him. Yeah. But I'm still, I, I'm not mad at him. I'm just surprised. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out what we are going to gain and what is learned from this situation. Because they're making it out to be, this is going to be a turning point for the entire show, Carl's death. But what's going to change? And that's the thing. Because they need a good turning point. There has to be something big that happens. Yeah. I think Negan showing up was a big turning point mm-hmm. with just, you know, you're not Rick with the big dick. Like, yeah, there's yeah. somebody else here who's going to put you down. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, there has to be a change in the show. I think for if they're wanting the longevity that they're hoping for, yeah. which right now seems kind of crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. So I'm interested to see what they're going to turn this into because I hope that they don't look down the road and be like, maybe we shouldn't have pulled the trigger on the whole Carl thing so fast. I mean, because he, I mean, he made molded over a little more. Yeah. He had a line with Judith. He's like, sometimes kids have to show their parents the way. And I mean, but what did Carl show Rick? Like he, he reminded him of what he did in the past and how things were different and how he's changed now. But I mean, did he really have to die to, to teach yeah. that lesson? Uh, I don't think so, because he hadn't been preaching that at all until he got bit. No. Yeah. We had never seen that kind of interaction with Carl and Rick. I mean, Rick interacted that way with Carl after Carl got shot in the face. But, right. I mean, we haven't seen Carl really tell that story yeah. or, or say, hey, this is the way we need to be, and Dad, you're not who I know you can be. Yeah, no, he hasn't flown that flag since the beginning and he's been opposite of that a lot of times i mean it was only it feels like a couple episodes where he was rolling up to 
the sanctuary saying, like, I only want Negan. Right, you right, know? right. Yeah, he's going to go in the war, right. kill Negan. Wow, look at the, look at the nuts on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. So, I don't know. I'm, I hope they do it some justice and that it doesn't seem wasteful. Right. In the end, because any kind of death in this show, especially a major, major character, season one, Rick's family death, it should mean something. It should mean something. Otherwise, it just seems, it, it would seem pointless yeah. and wasteful. And it, honestly, it's still, Carl's death needs to also encompass Glenn and Abraham. Like, yeah. it needs to take on the weight of all of it. Yeah. And that change needs to have all of them in mind and then move forward from there. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this is like, Three major, major characters. People undershoot Abraham all the time, but he was amazing on the show. He was, and his loss has been felt. Yeah. Same with Glenn. I mean, both of their losses have really, really been felt. Yeah. I mean, Glenn maybe a little more so with Maggie, but Abraham being the, the leader that he was and the the hero that he was for the community. and. Yeah. You know his his loss has been major because him being in that war against the saviors would have oh, been yeah. would have been serious. I'd have been a tide turner. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He he'd have done some badass thing where he just runs in there, two guns, and just shoots all the people. Pulls a bazooka out. Yeah. yeah. So I miss him. Yeah, and, and I'm hoping that I'll miss Carl. I'm yeah. not convinced that I'm gonna get, but I'm hoping that I do. Yeah, it's tough. I know he's one of the characters who's gotten a lot of shit on the show yeah, sure. just over the years. But I think he did a really good job in this episode overall. Yeah. Um, and I overall think it was a good episode. Yeah. It just had like times where, a little long. like I said, it just ripped me out of whatever yeah. emotion I was feeling. Yeah. It was a little long. It was a little choppy sometimes, but I thought it was a good mid-season premiere for sure. Yep. And then Daryl's line when he's talking to Dwight, what, all of y'all in one place? All of us together in one place is going to be their worst nightmare. Uh. It's kind of foreshadowing the future. Yeah. Like, okay, we're not giving up. Fight's not over. Us together, we're going yeah. to go after this it. This isn't over. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. I'm excited for, for next week. Looks like it's going to get, uh, how the kids say, turned up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go up a level. Turned. Turned. I'm turned. <laughs> I'm turned. Liddy. Did that on purpose. Liddy AF. <laughs> Liddy AF. <laughs> There's so many dank mames <laughs> and gifs, gifies, gifs. So, oh, um, I do want to thank personally. Uh, we shouldn't be here, narrator. Yes, send us a message on Twitter. I think we answered a lot of your questions, and but I appreciate you taking the time to message us and try to yeah. talk about all that stuff. So, if you guys want to message us, there's a lot of ways that you can reach us. You can reach us on Twitter. Uh, that's the easiest at Fearinthcast. You can also reach us personally on Twitter. I'm at RealJDLee. I'm at VRTJason. And you can send us an email, fear at nthcast.com. We check those regularly. Uh, we respond regularly as well. So we would love to hear from you, hear your thoughts, especially on this episode, because I feel like this is going to be a divisive episode. I haven't read any reviews on it online because I wanted to give you all my own opinion and not be tainted by any of that stuff. So Tainted meat. Yeah. So just what did you think? Uh, we'd love to hear. Also, you can check out our website, uh, www.fearinthecast.com. Right on. Right on.
So we'll be back next week. I mean, we're in The Walking Dead now. We're not going to take any breaks. We should both be here every week, I believe. Yep. And we are going to be doing some live streaming after uh, episodes, like live yeah. reactions. We want you guys' yeah. feedback. We'll let you know ahead of time when that's going to happen. We'll tweet yeah. out and we'll message out, hey, we're going to be doing it this time. And this after this episode, be we'll sure try to give there. like a week in advance. Yeah, uh, at we least were, we were gonna try to do it uh, yesterday, but life kind of got in the way. Life happened. Yeah, it did. But uh, we hope you're doing well. We hope that you're ready for the last half of season eight of The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, and that uh, you keep up with us, and that you just uh, you're doing well. You're here. Yeah, you're here. That's what really matters. Yeah, you're, you're here. here. You're here. You listen. You're part of the community. In the meantime, fight the dead. Fear the Inthcast.